Welcome back to the Anxious Tradeswoman podcast, where I, your host, Louise, as a party, will be sharing what I've learned through the years, through the tears, so you don't have to. So this is episode six. I can't believe it. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about loving making mistakes. And one of the reasons why I talk about loving making mistakes is because as apprentices, if we don't learn to love making mistakes, then the apprenticeship feels awful. We make so many mistakes during our apprenticeships and we beat ourselves up so much for it and it feels crappy. But when we're learning new things, making mistakes is part of that. So we do have an amazing supporter for this podcast episode and it is the Talken app. So the Talken app is pretty much like the Facebook for the mining equipment. The mining equipment itself. No, the mining equipment is not on there on posting. It's people posting about the mining equipment. Um, it's going to expand into different areas soon, but now it's for operators, engineers, maintainers, owners, suppliers, and manufacturers to connect and share knowledge about the equipment. And one thing that I really love about this is getting help from the community. So if someone makes a mistake, then they can post about what happened and then other people can learn off it. So... You can be the one posting about making mistakes or you can be reading what other people are doing. And if you are interested in downloading the app, um, it would be so appreciated if you did it through the link in the description of the podcast. Um, It will support uh, this podcast by downloading it through there. But anyway, loving making mistakes. So what I mean by loving making mistakes is is not fearing making a mistake which will prevent us from doing new things. So when we prevent ourselves from doing new things because we don't want to make a mistake, we really limit what we can achieve because every expert was once a beginner. They didn't know what to do, how to do what they are an expert in now. So the reason why loving mistake, making mistakes is so important is because it's part of the process and we learn more from our mistakes than from our successes. So when a tradesperson is teaching us, Generally, they're sharing the things that they're like the mistakes they've made and the things they've learned from making a mistake. And then they pass that information on to you. So I want you to remember that one day you will be passing that information on and sharing the mistakes that you have made that made you remember what to do right. So I really never understood how you could enjoy the journey which is what so many people tell you to do because the journey involves making so many mistakes. And if you don't enjoy making mistakes, then yeah, the journey will be hard and it won't be very fun. So the purpose of loving making mistakes, it's so important because they are what, making mistakes is what leads us to be truly skilled in what we love and what we want to do. Without making mistakes, you won't be able to be truly confident because you'll still be back at square one because you wouldn't have started like if we're so scared of making mistakes you would not have started your apprenticeship you would not have started something new I would not have started making this podcast (laughs) it's been a journey all right so one of the benefits of loving making mistakes is getting rid of perfectionism and don't tell me you just have high, high expectations and standards for yourself because that is what perfectionism disguises itself as. If your high expectations cause you anxiety and stress, then that is perfectionism. 
So one of my most memorable mistakes happened so quickly. I think I've told this story before in the podcast, but I will tell it again in case someone is listening to this as a standalone episode. So I was doing overtime, just going to quickly put the sump up on a bus. From start to finish, it'll be an easy two hours overtime. That's including doing my paperwork and walking the clock out. Sounds really simple, right? That's because it is. But I wasn't thinking. The sump had a rail that went around the outside and I thought it was, I thought both sides were the same, that it could go on anyway. But I was wrong. I put it up, I tightened a bolt and I heard a crack. I pulled the sump down and the rail that went around the sump was no longer connected to itself. It had this big crack right through it. I looked at the sump rail and it had front written on it in big letters. I told my supervisor and he said we'll worry about it in the morning. And in the morning, I found out that there were no sump rails for this engine in the country. So now every time I put something on, I make sure it's the right way. So... That was just one of the most memorable mistakes that I've ever made and I tell that story so often because it is so simple but I know I'm not alone in making mistakes like that and when we do something quote-unquote silly like that it can feel like we're the only one who ever makes one of those mistakes but I share this story because you're not alone. So loving making mistakes really allowed me to move through my last full-time career as a trainer and assessor fairly quickly. So in the two years I spent working full-time as a trainer and assessor, I taught 20 subjects and I taught most of them more than once. So on average, most trainers teach about six subjects a year, so I got through them a bit quicker than most. I would sit there with my notes and I would catch myself thinking like, I need more time to prepare. But then I would think, what more would I do? Like, I think I've got everything covered But what I started to realize is that by doing and teaching the class, then I knew how to make it better. Then I knew what I needed to change and I worked out what didn't quite work. I come up for the mantra for myself, it might turn to shit, but at least I'll know what to do next time. And this mantra calms me so much. Like even with this podcast, like I'm thinking, you know what, it might all turn to shit. But if I ever did this again, I'd know what to do next time. And you know what? I have committed to making one episode a week of the podcast. So I have a chance to start, quote unquote, start over every week. Like it's amazing. But I keep learning and building on what happened last episode, what happened when I was training and assessing on the last class to build that up and make me better for next time. So like I said before, one of the benefits in... Loving making mistakes is reducing and getting rid of your perfectionism. So the first step is recognizing it, looking at what you're doing and working out if it's a ridiculously high standard for yourself. Or it can look like your job's taking too long to the point where maybe someone is telling you that it's too long. Noticing when it's happening is really, really important to stopping it. So now you've noticed it. How do you change it? Look at it logically. What actually is the standard you need to complete this task at? This could look like reviewing what the tolerance are. tolerances are. Is it plus minus two millimetres or plus minus 0.2 millimetres? Does it just need to get done or is it a showpiece or something that's going to be around for a long time that someone has given you extra time to work on because they want it to be at a really high standard? So 
not uh, kind of related. Um, I've got a Facebook community called Tradeswomen Owning Their Power. Um, feel free to join. It's for tradeswomen and tradies and their supporters. And it's kind of like this podcast where I share everything that I learned with the community. And it is a community. But we do this thing on there called Insight to a Tradesperson's Life where I interview people and get them to share a bit about their journey and some positive and some not so great experiences. But then we always finish on a positive. But one of the girls I had on last week, she is an iron worker and one of the things that she does is spiral staircases. So I was really thinking like when I'm thinking about this, like making mistakes and, you know, what's the standard? When she's doing stuff that is behind the scenes, then the standard, it doesn't have to look pretty, but if you're doing something like a spiral staircase, then it does have to. And one of the other girls that I know, she is a cabinet maker and she's doing some volunteer work building movie, like um, not movie sets, but like theatre sets. And they need to look really pretty at the front from a distance. Like no one gets up close to them. And then at the back, they don't need to be too gorgeous. And it's really like managing that. And I was talking to to my friend who builds the is volunteering building the the theater sets, and she's like, it's so painful because they're like, is it structurally safe? And she's like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well it's done. And she's like, but it's not pretty. So it's really, <laughs> really knowing what the standard is. So. I kind of went into this. The third step is to review your new judgments. So when you are, you know, you've you've kind of had a look at it logically, what is the standard you need to complete the task at? The third step is to review your judgments. So you can do this by checking your job times. So some, I know, mechanical kind of things. It's a bit skewed because manufacturers give you this job time on how long it should be to change a certain component but they're talking about like changing something on the engine when the engine isn't in the machine. So sometimes they're not the most accurate, but sometimes they do give you a good kind of goal to work towards. Um, and then you can also talk to your boss, manager or supervisor and get their thoughts on the quality of work and the job times and see if it matches what they expect. So <laughs> I was running a, another a webinar last night actually and, you know, they – uh, I've lost it. Um, matches what you expect. What was I going to talk about? I had a point that I wanted to say. Anyway, it might come back to me. I'll probably drop it in another episode. Um, but yeah, it's really important to check in with your thoughts. Oh yeah, that's what I was going to say. When people give you their opinions, I always go back to, are they paying me? If they are the ones who are in control and paying me, then I take account of their opinions. And this is one of those things. It's, okay, what is your opinion on my job time and my quality? And that should be coming from a leader or someone. Like sometimes your coworkers, if you've got a good tradesperson who really supports and mentors you, they can give you really good advice. Uh, sometimes they can uh, give you bad advice. So just watch where you're getting your confirmation from. So... Thank you so much for listening to episode six of the Anxious Tradeswoman podcast. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. I hope you get some value out of it and I will see you next week. Thank you.